First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome to the Bare Naked ABCs, where we discuss every Bare Naked Ladies song from 7 to Y. And joining us this week, we have Aaron and Jeff. Thank you, gentlemen. Hello, hello. Woohoo! Hello, everyone. And also joining us is a man that I often, re- often refer to as Looney, my best friend from college, Stefan. Hello there! Woo! Good to have you here, Stefan. Yes, yes. Good to see you, Stefan. Good to see you. Thank you for putting your clothes on today. Good to see you back in the shirt. You're welcome. (laughs) Much better. I'm going to go a little bit further than I'm like, nope. Nobody wants to. It's not often that Stefan comes to these things with with pants on. Today he did. I thought Goodbye Horses was about to start playing. (laughs) Well, considering the subject of this week's song, I'm glad that you're wearing clothes. Me too. (laughs) Why is that, Tracy? Aaron, this week's song is Louie Loon. What what album is it off from? <laughs> well, this obviously is off of Snack Time. That was a gimme. What? How did he get I, that? Uh, that was an easy one for once. Weird. <laughs> Also off from the album Roleplay 2 compilation CD that was done by Sinking Ship Entertainment. And it was the first single off a of stunt. That's news to me. Wait, what? <laughs> <It was not. laughs> yeah. <That's... laughs> Sorry. No, it was not. <laughs> it was not. <laughs> no. <laughs> that would never have ever premiered in the U.S. at that point. Although... Well, I, I will say, <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no, no, no. The only thing I was going to say is that this is one of the most interesting snack time songs, if not the most, that I have heard thus far. I okay, I, I may, I really? may surprise oh. you guys. Okay. okay, who do you think wrote this song, then, Aaron? I mean, you, the album was easy. Who's the artist that wrote it? I mean, I'm guessing Paige was at least involved. Cregan, 
It was Cregan and Robertson. Music by Cregan. Okay, I figured oh. Cregan. There's like a jazzy influence there, um, and there's some in, there's some very interesting things with the timing, and and we'll, we'll talk about that in the breakdown. But I have to ask the question yeah. though: Did the Beaver make you think, Paige? Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah the, the Beaver, and you know, just uh, some of the, some of the vocal stuff. Was, yeah, I was, I was thinking Paige. Okay, just curious. It's interesting you brought up the Beaver. We're coming back to the Beaver later. <laughs> Leave it. We always come. Leave it to be. We always come back to the beaver. On the beaver. We always come ABCs. back to the beaver. <laughs> Those listening, watch out. Beavers our, uh, have. Yeah, our attempts to keep this clean has immediately gone off the rails. <laughs> according, according to Borat, they do. Keep away from beavers. They might <laughs> chop your wood. Aaron, can you give us a breakdown? I would love to. Yes, thank you. Let's break it down. <laughs> Break it down. All right. So Louis Loon was recorded at 142 beats per minute. It's in the key of A major. We start out with A to D to F sharp minor to D. So we have 1, 4, 6, 1. And this is a little interesting because much more typically you would hear 1, 4, 6, 5 than back to 1. And that is a classic pop rock progression that you hear in the epic and timeless chorus of more than a feeling by boston or she drives me crazy by fine young cannibals uh here however instead of moving to five for the turnaround back to one we go to the four and as a result the resolution isn't quite as strong because we're returning to the tonic from the subdominant rather than the dominant so the song seems a little less in motion a little more plodding which is kind of appropriate from a programmatic perspective since the song about a loon just kind of relaxing on the water um then we have b7 to d to f sharp to g and i put a little <laughs> exclamation mark in my notes here uh because this would be two four six seven uh, except for the fact that g natural does not appear in the scale of a major so for a while, I racked my brain trying to make sense of this as like a temporary key change, but the fact that it happens so fast leads me to interpret the G natural as more of a non-diatonic or borrowed passing chord. Um, this was I definitely agree. A, a pleasant... Thank you. I'm glad that you agree, Seven. <laughs> this was a, a pleasant surprise for me, and it pleased like the jazz cat in me. Uh, this little walk-up ends back at A, and then we're back to the main progression, A, D, F sharp, minor, D. The bridge, again... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, I'd be surprised if it was non-diatonic as well. I mean, <laughs> it almost renders me catatonic. Uh, right that's where you are. I'm still stuck in the fact that Aaron literally just compared uh, Louis Loon to More Than a Feeling by Boston. Uh, no. I know. It, it, would, <laughs> it would have been if they had kept the five in. It would have been the same, same chord progression. Um you were so close to making this children's song a Boston song. You're right there. You're right there. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> but there's definitely more than a little like jazz DNA say. in here. <laughs> the bridge is interesting. So you have D to E7, E to D, to A, to D, to C, to G, to D, to A, which flows back to our A to D to F sharp minor to D. So you Looks get this like kind of walking. Bridge. What's that? Looks like the Boston Bridge. The Boston Bridge. Is that the uh, Tobin Bridge? Yeah. Um, so our, our form is intro. It's made out of baked beans, ironically. Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was baked beans and 
shellac. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I was reaching for something non-traditional there. Um, so intro, which is your A changes. The first one, A changes, but it's half length. The other verses will be twice the length of this verse. Chorus, which is your B section. Verse two, full length. Chorus, which is your B section. That bridge section we mentioned earlier, which is your C. Verse three A, the outro is over the chorus changes, so it's B again. So A A B A B C A B, very very standard form to the song, but it's deceptive in multiple ways. The transitions between the sections are a little elastic, and even the beginning of the song. I don't know if you guys picked up on this. The song picks up on beat two. This temporarily drove me insane as I rewound the song and counted through the intro. The leading note of the keyboard line. Starts on B for beat one, then moves to C sharp for beats two, three, four, and stays on C sharp for beat one of the next measure, and then comes back down to B for beats two, three, and four of the next measure. But since the song starts on beat two, you're thinking, oh, okay, you got four beats of C sharp and then four beats of B. And you're counting like one, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. But then the drums come in, and all of a sudden you're off, you're completely off beat. Um, mm-hmm. So I have experienced this phenomenon before with other songs, but this feels like it was done intentionally, uh, which I think they're having a little fun with the listener. So again, <laughs> perhaps being programmatic to an extent, as of course, Loon is both the name of the national bird of Canada and it's on their uh, $1 coin, uh, but also a word to describe someone who is loony. So it's a little off kilter. It's a little different. This whole song has like tiny little unique details that kind of make it interesting to me. Um I'm a little angry in retrospect that I gave a high-ish rating to other Snack Time songs now because if I'd known there was something this excellent on that album, <laughs> I probably would have stuck to being relatively harsh for the other kids' songs. This is great. <laughs> I unabashedly really like this song. Huh. Surprise reaction from the peanut gallery. <laughs> no, I... <laughs> no, I actually agree. I actually, I love this song. I think, uh, I think the sound of the song, the uh, the acoustics yeah. of it, are are really solid. The harmonies in oh, this yeah. are fantastic. Um, it sounds, it sounds way better than you would expect it to come off. It's a very chill, very uh, pleasant song to to describe its its subject matter. And and like you mentioned, I mean, it's obviously paying homage. Um, even though it's a kid's song, it's paying homage to, um, you know, a well-known Canadian figure, the loon. And, um, um, the, when it, when it hits that bridge, especially like that's, it just, uh, it really melds together beautifully. It's a really good song. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Usually when the loon hits the bridge, it dies. But no, but I, I just mean sonically. This you know? this is a this is a really good song. Just saying. Yeah, I agree. I think you know um, the <laughs> vocal harmonies are really beautiful. The banjo oh, playing spot on, is yeah. excellent. Yes, yes. And the interplay yeah. between the banjo and the guitar and the keys is quite wonderful. Yeah, I love the bluegrass feel to yeah. this. I'm, I've always been a big bluegrass fan, and uh, like this this one just sounds very natural. It's a great song. Air- I would I would enjoy this, and my kids would enjoy it, and that's you know. That's what a kid's song, you know, that's what we want out of a kid's song. You want a song that you can play in the car that your kids are going to like, but you're also going to be like, I'm perfectly cool with this being on. And this this song fits that criteria. Surprised by the song. Aaron, you may have brought this up because I was, I'll be honest, I was trying to keep up with what you were saying with all the different key changes. I mean, all the different uh, chord changes through there. 
I, one of the things I found interesting <laughs> musically that they did in the middle of verse two, they all of a sudden in the middle of verse two, for whatever reason, do this change where they they break away from the chord structure. They break away from the verse structure that's going on. And all of a sudden it's where they say, June the beaver, below you'll leave her. And then it goes back to gnawing on sticks again. Soon you'll spring. Soon you'll spring. High above the trees. June the beaver. Below you'll leave her. Gnawing on sticks. Gnawing on sticks. With another damn to fix. Like, it's this little breakaway, almost like mini bridge that happens in the middle of verse two. For, and it hasn't happened in the, in, in the middle of any of the other verses. Yeah, that's what I was referring to earlier when I said, like, the sections, the transition between them are kind of elastic. And it's, um, it's, it's, it's deceptive because you just listen to it without really kind of uh, trying to analyze it or, or think about what's going on. It's just a simple little tune, but... Frequently, this will happen where I'll hear something, um, and then depending on how I approach it, sometimes I'll just listen to it without trying to, you know, like critically analyze it. Um, this one, I just for whatever reason, I was like no nonsense, and I just dived immediately into like analyzing it. And uh, like I said, it kind of drove me batty or loony uh, for a little bit because um, I see what you was, did there. <laughs> it, it was just uh you know it's it harder to follow than the the simplicity of the song would make you would lead you to believe so yeah it was uh it was interesting um definitely it's the kind of song that well you know you, you hit the nail on the head earlier we talked about how or i think jeff said you know children can enjoy it but their their parents can enjoy it too it's like when they put like adult jokes into kids movies or whatever that they will go over the kids heads it's a, it's a lot like that where like it you can appreciate it on multiple levels. And, uh, you know, I, as far as lyrically speaking, aside from the, the possible beaver joke, uh, I don't think there's there's too much else going on there. It's pretty straightforward. But or actually, I'd be kind of curious to see if you guys had anything, anything else to uh, to add to that. But, yeah, I mean, just musically speaking, it's um, it's deceptive and it's uh, it's in, it's very enjoyable. I like it. Um. Jumping around, I mean, uh, lyrically, it's a, it's a, it's a solid song too. I mean, it does hit on on a cute little. I mean, it sticks to that A B A B, you know, for the verses. Uh, very solid da- down water around otters, which is which is cool. The wing speed spring trees. I mean, they're half rhymes, but um, it's it's uh, you know it's definitely uh, lyrical imagery, which works for this song, which is what it should be. Um, I love the uh, I love the lyrical painting on the bridge though. Um, she hears your song echoing over lakes and hills, lonely and long. Sometimes it's high, sometimes it's a, uh, it's a trill. They sneak that little uh, switch up on the uh, on the uh, rhyme scheme there with wherever you are, you're admired from afar. So they give you that little AA, which I think is really cool. Just around the bend, you can always call your friends. So they give you a little bit of an AAB delayed B rhyme scheme. Um, so the writing there is really sneaky too, but it works. It's really great. Uh, I um, uh, really do love kind of the painting they're doing lyrically in a song. Uh, it's it, it's it's one of those that you kind of you kind of you kind of get carried carried away with, and it feels good. 
Well, one of the things that they do in this song as well that you that we haven't mentioned yet is the echoing, which for Loon Calls is very programmatic because Loon Calls are known to, to right. be very echoey yeah. and to, to echo off the mountains right. around the lakes. Um, and, and I like that they incorporated that into the song in a lot of ways as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, because the harmonics are, are always kind of an echo. Yeah. You know, I, I'm looking at the beaver part and you know, I, I'm not sure if that is a joke, but I, I suppose, based on the I lyrics, I suppose, <laughs> I suppose it could be translated as uh, something that's more adult related. But, um, but yeah, I, I don't see it right off. You mean the June the Beaver is gnawing on sticks? What? Well, that's what beavers do. They gnaw on sticks. <laughs> so, I mean, I. You know, I'm a simple guy, I guess. But I mean, and I, I, I can have a mind just as dirty as the rest, I guess. But uh, no. I, I don't see it. But it's the below you leave her. Yeah, you don't want to touch what's down below. That's for sure. You leave it. You leave it alone. It's got teeth. It'll gnaw your stick off. It's bad. <laughs> bad. It's a beaver trap. You stay away from that thing. <laughs> Yes, beavers are a dangerous animal. Children. All right, en- enough about the damn beavers. <laughs> yeah. Is that ref- in <laughs> reference I, to a diaphragm? I, oh my God. You might have to edit that one out. No, he was just talking about <laughs> when you project with your vocals, you breathe through your diaphragm. Yes. Yes, yes, <laughs> you got it. Oh, thank you, Joe. Oh, I really appreciate that. <laughs> yeah, Joe Bob Briggs here. <laughs> I have- Joe Bob, we know you listen. Please, yeah, please, please come, come on, the, on show. the show. Please. <laughs> please. I will have to say, though, guys, I'm going to disagree with you about the lyrics on this song, though. I. Oh, really? Oh, what? I what? find this song wanting when it comes to the lyrical piece. Do you really? Is it the splash, 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 splash? No, that does it for I, you? Is, is I that like that. Not creative enough. No, I, I find it a very poetic song. What is what is the trouble, Tracy? It's not. Yeah, please. Educational. Like there are other songs that we will get to. Oh, whoa, in, whoa, 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 come whoa, on! Whoa. Whoa. Let me finish. You got two let Keanu me... Reeves reactions to that. <laughs> let me whoa. finish. Boo! Whoa. Boo! <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. There is a much more educational song that is on this album, also written by the by Jim, that is much more educational. La 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 la. About la. an animal. Okay, and, oh. and, and I think it's a much better song. I think it's la, this, la 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 llama. Is this song poetic? Yes. Is it? But it, I don't think it tells us anything beautiful. Anything about this beautiful bird. It, it, the beautiful plumage, for example, um, it, it's got a very distinctive call, both the regular cry and the male cry. Like, it, okay, so if you listen to this song, like you, most of the things that it tells you in this song about this bird are, could be true about a goose, could be true about ducks, could be true about swans. Like all these things that it's mentioning. It does not mention the beauty of what a loon is. And I mean, this is a bird that is, that is, it is a majestic enough 
that it is the state bird of Minnesota. It's the provincial bird of Ontario. It's the it is the Canadian national bird. It's on the one dollar bill coin in Canada. It's it was on the twenty dollar bill. It's on the Minnesota state quarter. Like this, this is. And man, a, do they take good? I don't know. I think you're being hey, a Tracy, little harsh, Tracy, Tracy. Tracy. If I, if yeah. I wrote a song about Nate. the bald eagle, but I love the way that you soar majestically in the sky. Would you be like, well, and I love well, the I love the sound you make. Too. <laughs> Tracy, what is the best? What is the best children's musician of all time? Weird Al Yankovic. I I would say uh, well, besides him, Weird besides Al, him. but then Rick Charette, or I, I would say Stephen Lynch. What about Raffy? Raffy. What about Shel Silverstein? What about Shel oh, Silverstein, okay. who's also a musician? Okay, the Wiggles are all their songs. Edu- are all their song the Wiggles are all their songs educational? Not all of them, no. No, and many of them aren't. But they're fun for kids. They're fun for adults. They paint an image. Sometimes that's all it takes. They don't have to teach you something. A children's song does not have to teach you something. I feel like it just they, has they to give have, you though. like this. A loon to me, the loon is a very special. I, I love loons. Oh my! I God. love loons. It's, but this is a song like trying to spread. Your tr- the trouble with Tracy is they didn't teach you enough about Tracy, loons. We have songs about about <laughs> snacks, and we have songs about funny words. And well, yes, but Tracy love them. Sound like brick from Anchorman. I love loon. As we will get to with Pollywog in a bog, it can. Like <laughs> I feel like this song had the opportunity to lift. It's like Tracy listened to Hello Mutter, Hello Fodder and said, where's the mess hall? You didn't tell me anything about where the damn mess hall exactly. is. I do not understand the layout of this camp at all. <laughs> what is a mother? I felt like what this song could have lifted loons up and taught kids about the majesty of the loon. That's right. The loon, the loon, loon is an amazing animal that like that we don't learn anything about from this from this song. There's not tons of interesting things about Luke. She has a song. It echoes over lakes and hills. It's okay. lovely and long. I will say the bridge. Sometimes it's high. Is... Sometimes it's high, Tracy. Hey, Tracy. Sometimes it's high. Sometimes it's trill. Yeah. I learned something about the call of the The yeah. bridge is, I will say, the best part educationally about this song. It's spotted like a Dalmatian. We spend a whole... A whole verse talking A-hole? about June the Beaver when we're talking about Lulu. I've been on this show now for what two years, and Too the long. worst battle we're ever gonna have is Louis Lou. I mean, so obviously, Tracy, we're all kind of busting your chops a little bit, but like, I, I, I am legitimately surprised because you have. You have vehemently defended so many of these children's songs from my vicious attacks, and now I feel like I'm the one. The only one on my side is the blood-sucking lawyer. I love loons, and I I feel like they were given a disservice with the song. Like it, it is a poetic song, but it is not tell me anything about loons and why they're different from any other bird. And I wish they had. Like loons are monogamous. They are the only bird that are fed by both parents. The chicks can can dive underwater within a few days of being born. They swallow most of their prey underwater. They are one of the best fishers that are that's out there. They have numerous myths with the Native American and First Nations 
groups about how they were part of creating the world. Like all of these are interesting, cool things. They're the way that they look, they're singing the, the fact that they go, that they are able to actually track down fish underwater and catch fish underwater, which very few birds can actually do. Most of them dive down from the air and, and will catch fish. The loons actually can swim underwater for 45 to 60 seconds to actually catch up to the fish and hunt them down under the water. Like it, How fast can they swim, Tracy? They, they clock the T-Rex at 30 miles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how fast they can swim, but they can fly up to 75 miles so, an hour. Like So that that was all fascinating, and I, legitimately I'm glad that you like, – that um, that was all really really cool, and I, I kind of agree. Like it'd be nice to have some interesting facts about the loon in the song, but allow me to undermine your argument uh, 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 in, in the style of, of Jeff Goldblum, as I've been making uh, uh, Jurassic Park references, uh, Chaos Theory, Butterfly Flaps Its Wings. Uh, Just because uh, you could uh, make that uh, yeah. song doesn't mean you should. <laughs> uh, 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 a Canadian uh, a Canadian rock band makes a song uh, about the loon, and, and years later you have uh, you have this group of podcasters, and one of them. Bounce off a bunch of interesting facts about the loon. <laughs> now, now you've got these fans of the show. They're listening to it. They're listening to it, and they're learning these facts because of that song. If they hadn't written that song, they would not have listened to this podcast, and they would not have listened and learned those wonderful facts. So this song has led indirectly, I'll grant you, to the education of listeners who now know those really, really interesting loon facts. I rest I, my case. I am going to counter that argument with one thing, and, and this is my last and final argument. This song would have been made so much better by just having the loon in the background. Like the little loon call? Yes. Just Ooh. adding adding that Ooh. that mournful, mysterious, haunting loon sound in the background it, during the song would have elevated the song. I just listened to a song recently from a guy who actually took like a cat uh, meow and he looped it into like uh, some kind of funky song, and it was pretty awesome. I mean, they could have done like a loon call in some kind of loop and made it they, awesome, but they no. Like to they add stuff like that into songs all like the time. Sergeant Pepper's Beetle loopy kind of thing. Yeah, we don't bring up the Beatles on the show. <laughs> well, just the Beavers. Just the Beavers, yes, and the monkeys. <laughs> Jeff, you get the best. You, you get the the best one for right now. I, I okay. All right, <laughs> points for that one. What? No, no love for Debussy. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, the, all of the puns that you guys have been putting up there have been phenomenal so far. <laughs> I have been. Watching. I also appreciate your loon thesis. I thought. I thought. That no, was yeah, legitimately. Oh, so. Uh, but no, I. I really did. Like, I went down a deep dive this week, kind of finding out more about the loon, and I really love it. And it, it really well, has been an, a bird that, for a very long time, has brought a, had a lot of respect in my eyes because watching them on the lakes is they are just beautiful. So, Tracy, I made a quasi-facetious counter to your argument earlier, but allow me to make that a similar argument, but quite seriously now. Because of this song, you went down a wiki rat hole and learned a bunch of stuff about loons. Did this song not lead you to learning about loons? I will, I will give you Could that. Could you argument. not see a, a kid listening to this song and be like, yeah, you know what, I know the loons are a national bird or, or you know, whatever, uh, whatever they might be in the world. 
I'd like to learn more about them. I, I think it could be like this, you know, sometimes the best way to educate someone is just kind of get them interested in a topic and let them go and, and find out for themselves. Inception. Yes. That's how arch villains are also made too. Through great <laughs> disappointment, you know, there's some kid out there listening to the song right now <laughs> saying my life, you know, is one horrendous. out of 10. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, they're like, yeah, I wish I had the infinity gauntlet with all the stones. You never know, man. It's like, by the way, there. I would not leave it to chance that Jim actually put the beaver in the song about a loon as a chance. When I was doing research about this in the backstory, I find it interesting in the Micmac and Wabanaki stories, uh, which those are the Native American first late first nations people in this area. Um, the in beavers, Maine. there was a For story those. that the beavers had actually dammed up the river and the loon was known to call up the, tri was used by the tribe to call up Glooscap, who was the, the hero of a number of their stories, who came and destroyed the dam so that the salmon could swim up river again. They threw the beaver and where the, where the king beaver landed, it became Sugarloaf Mountain. So... <clears throat> I, 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 Tracy, why did you do that research? Because the song. Um, <clears throat> because the yes. song. So because you heard the song, you felt compelled to then go learn more. Correct. Yes. No, my my so point because is the I song. Think that, this song uh, uh, had just enough of a tidbit of an yes. idea. You then then felt compelled to go and research and learn. Yes, more. the witness will answer counsel's As, questions, please. <laughs> <laughs> But my, so my like point a is child, that I think a, a that child Jim, listening to the song going, why would that be in there? I may need to find out more. Yes. Have we not talked well, I, I think child. that Jim may have actually known that and put that in the song for that reason. <clears throat> I guarantee he did because it's. I just looked it up. It's, it's a pretty no, well-known Canadian yeah. fact. So it's kind of kind of so. neat that he did put that in there. Um, right. To then encourage children to, to go learn more. more. Yeah. No, I, right. Because why tell kids everything when you can encourage them to go broaden their horizons so instead of just giving them your second grade thesis on the loon so, as you so did. here we go <laughs> here's my simile it's a it's like episodes four five and six you know it left a lot of room for imagination and then comes along one two and three which is like <laughs> you know why are it's we like talking about completely yeah, it's horrible. <laughs> Leave room for imagination. And then there's Tracy saying something about Terminator, which is not related to anything I was saying. Luke, I am your father. Get to the Luke? chopper. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Okay, so we've had my say. Why don't we? Why don't we have the kids say? Why don't we have them decide what they think about this song? I agree. I I think we, that's what we need. Yes. Let's hear what the kids have. Okay. Yeah, but we already had Tracy speaking. <laughs> okay, Isabella. So tell me from your perspective, from a kid's perspective, what you thought about this song. I like how at the start it describes it a lot, so it's like I'm actually there. Were there any things about the song that you that you didn't like or that you would change? No. Can you tell me what you would give this for a number as a kid? What What do you think? Mm -hmm. Zero to five. 
4.9. It's all out of love. That one okay, went. Jeff, so the kids, have, <laughs> the kids have had their thoughts. What do we want to rank this song on as the adults? Oh. You know what? I didn't come up with a good one for this one. <laughs> All that time. How about Loon Facts? <laughs> loon Facts. <laughs> loon Essays. How many Loon Essays do we want to rank this on? I had that coming. I think it should be on Loon Essays. A zero to five Loon Essay. It's in there. <laughs> hey, Essay, who's going first? Loon Essay. Who's going first? <laughs> Uh, uh, let's do Stefan first. All right. Well, <laughs> sorry, I just got inundated with this cat. Hold on. Um, <laughs> well, uh, yeah, it, I, I, I like the music to it. Um, it's really good. I mean, I, I'm a fan of some of the snack time songs because it's super simple. They actually have some really good music that accompanies some of these songs. And it's just really, really surprising. So, <laughs> um, I think what I'm going to do is rank this a good solid three um, for the song. Maybe even 3.2. Let's say 3.2 because the music's great. Uh, the lyrics are simple. Um, and they have they sing Louie Loon in the background to the point where I can't even tell they're saying Louie Loon. It just sounds like um, a cool noise in the background that goes with the song. So I think that's kind of really cool. So, um, uh, yeah, so I'm going to stick with that, about 3.2. 3.2? Yes. Respectable. Nice. Uh, Aaron, Lunacy. <laughs> lunacy. I will share some Lunacy with you. In fact, uh, <laughs> I have a Loon fact for you guys. Uh, Tracy, I don't know if you came across this during your research, but... Uh, <laughs> A group of loons is called a water dance. Hmm. I think that's interesting. That Very is poetic. interesting. Almost like uh, something that could go in the song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Like when he's referring to all his friends. Like, <laughs> not letting I went, this go. I went to the high school water dance. Uh, but yeah, so. Uh, Enchant- <laughs> was, that, was that the enchantment, the enchantment by the sea dance? By the sea. <laughs> Might be a little advanced for you guys, but your kids are gonna love it. Um, <laughs> as usual, as I said, uh, as usual, vocal harmonies are, are beautiful. There's some pretty bells on the outro. The whole thing's very tranquil and uh, very pretty song. Uh, let it not be said that Aaron does not like happy songs or uh, upbeat songs. I, I do like this one a lot. And as you guys know, I'm here for two reasons, and that is to analyze the music and to make they might be giant references. Uh, I could hear they might be giants playing this or something like it. Um, oh, yeah. Very, very, very cool. Very, very, very interesting musically. And like I said, there's, there's stuff going on just beneath the surface of the water, uh, which makes it really extra interesting to me. Where they dive deep, yeah, deep exactly. down. Uh, which is, by the way, a fact I learned about loons <laughs> listening to the song. I learned. I had I learned no idea that loons I would did not that. have known that a group of loons was called a water dance unless we had this conversation. Listen to this song. So, uh, um, look at look at all the yeah, knowledge we learned I, about I this song like, just um, by listening to the song. I feel like the Russian lady at the end of uh, Crystal Skull. All the knowledge <laughs> is filling me up. 
But anyways, uh, in all seriousness, I really did like this song. I, this is probably the my favorite song. I, I don't. I haven't looked at all the the ratings I gave the kids songs. You know, every once in a while, I, I'm feeling gregarious. I gave like Deck the Stills like a three point nine five or something. I, I liked it a lot though. I, I'm not sure it's in my best of playlist, but it's it's actually pretty close. And I'm I'm going to give. Louis Loon, 3.85 Loon Essays out of 5. I think it's very solid. Cool. Nice. Awesome. Um, I'm going to go next before we get to the haterade who didn't learn enough about Loons from the song. <laughs> um, <laughs> I do like this song a lot. I thought it was a good one for a, a kid's album. Uh, and like Aaron said, I could hear this on, like, you know, Here Comes Science, you know, like They Might Be Giant's album. Um, musically, it's it's beautiful. Uh, it does it does some really crazy little things in there that you're not expecting. The harms are tight. Um, um, you know, lyrically, I do like it. I think I don't. I just going off you and not not to beat on what Tracy said, but I don't think a kid's song does have to always be educational. It just has to feel like we want to we uh, harm you with harms. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we don't always have to teach kids something. We can teach kids to appreciate something. And if this this song, I think, teaches kids to appreciate good music, good artistic painting, good lyrics, good um, uh, word painting. Um, I, I think there's a lot. And I think it does want you to... Uh, um, i got to stop looking at Aaron's screen during this thing. Um, I It does teach you to... <laughs> I don't care, Aaron. Um... <laughs> It does teach kids to, I think, pursue things further. Uh, so I do love this song um, a lot. I would play this. I would play this in the car with the kids. I would enjoy it. I gave this one a 3.7 Lunasays. <laughs> Lunasays? Nice. So, Tracy? Point what? You want to... 3.7. Oh, yeah. Tonight, Tracy, will be drinking bring the blue haterade. You, you want to bring the score down now? <laughs> I'm going to bring the score down now. Um... No, I, I know that I've been harsh on this song tonight, um, and, and I get that. Um, it is it is a fun song, though. Um, it is delightful. It is a beautiful song to listen to. Um, and even though it's not educational, as I was saying before, it's a story song, and that's what I think it's meant. That's why where I was trying to go, is that it is more of a story song than an educational song um, that we get with some of their other songs on this album. That being said, I do and I do still enjoy it. Um, we're going to discuss a much more educational tune later on this year about nature, um, but that's not what this song was really meant to be. Um, and I think that it does very well what it's what it's doing. Um, it's not a song that I would seek out. So for that reason, I'm going to give it a um, three. Wow, okay. Oh. There I do. <clears throat> Three. But by the way, speaking of learning things, I just had to look up what uh, Gregarious meant. Ah. Uh. <laughs> yeah, because Aaron said that, so it's a lot one of, of my favorite adjectives. Lot of... <laughs> He's yeah. a good guy, that Greg. <laughs> that Greg Arius. Yeah. Yeah, he... <laughs> Gre- he was on Game of Thrones, he's wasn't got... he? He's very he's very porous. Gregarious. Yeah, he's very porous. He's very heiress. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know who else is gregarious? The person that we were possibly oh. going to have on tonight, but actually isn't on, but is our appearance for this week, um, is uh, two videos of of Zach 
Daniels uh, playing on stage with BNL on the Ships and Dips Four tour, and they're playing this song. Nice. So that's the appearance for this week. Very didn't cool. he play with Charlie? Charlie? Didn't <laughs> no, he didn't play with his brother Charlie. No. Gotcha. Yeah. So he did go down to Georgia. Yes. Oh. <clears throat> well, actually, Florida, and then they took the cruise ship from the Florida. Devil went down to Florida. He was looking for a <laughs> ship to cruise on. <laughs> a ship to steal. He was re- he was retiring. He was it's feeling dialed. mean because his donut had baked beans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. I do not love bringing it back. Donut with baked beans. <laughs> I do not love it at all. But next week, I'm going to love the song that that we're no, we're not. No, I'm not. No, we're not. That was a bad intro. Yeah. No. Come on. <laughs> now but I'm next curious. week we're gonna discuss. We're gonna talk about love. We're gonna talk about the love that we're in. No, we're not. Love stinks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jeff, I get it. Okay, you don't. You don't need to make fun of my puns. You know, it could Sorry. be the last time I pr- that I make puns, and you would never want to throw that away. Yeah. I would not. I would not. <laughs> so was the not. song last time. So next next week we're going to be discussing the love that we're in. The love that we're in. Oh, you mean all of us? Yes. Because we're pretty close. It's, Boy, I sure hope Tracy be... learned something from this song. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm learning nothing from next week's song. Not enough love facts for me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know that oxytocin is actually responsible for the love response? <laughs> Come back next week and we'll see if it's an educational song. (laughs) Maybe it's on the Snack Time album. Maybe. Is it about the birds and the beavers? (laughs) Swallowing those sticks. Oh, jeez. <laughs> well, that's what beavers do. Well, see, Jeff. They swallow sticks. Jeff, they swallow the sap in sticks. They chew on the sticks and swallow the sap. Oh, until so they basically chew on the stick until the sap comes out. Yes. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> they start the base and gnaw on the way up. Well, folks, we've had a good run here at the Bare Naked ABCs. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> now we're getting into a different sort of educational discussion. Hey. It might prevent pregnancies. Jeez. <laughs> oh, we went from innuendo to just straight down the pike. Sorry, that's me. I... <laughs> so, send your opinions. Thanks, that was fun. Don't forget, no regrets. Except me.